Hey, hey, sacred friends, this is Lori Andress, and welcome to Crystal Shaman Life. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hello, my sacred friend. I am Lori Andros, and welcome to this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast. In this episode, we are going to talk about the fourth facet of crystal shamanism. Yeah, if you remember over the past couple weeks or for the past couple episodes, we have been diving in and exploring each of the four facets of crystal shamanism. The first one being crystal connection, the second one, earth relationship, the third one being shamanic journey and this fourth one being ceremony and ritual. This is probably the glue that holds it all together, that brings everything together for me personally. I I feel like ceremony and ritual have been a central part of my life or something that's intrigued me in life for as long as I can remember. And, you know, as you may have heard me say in other episodes, I was raised Catholic and, you know, dang, those Catholics are pretty darn good at (laughs) bringing ceremony and ritual mostly ritual into into their masses. There's a lot of ritual. And you know, I was the odd child who was so fascinated and intrigued by this aspect of of the mass and in my life, you know, my parents had a very active, you know, faith and religion and they brought in a lot of ritual into our family life and and that became a part of who who I am, you know, like what kind of uh, is the very core or the very root of how I uh, look at life, how I create my own life. But it really wasn't until I actually stepped onto the shamanic path that I began to understand the depth and the value and the ways that ceremony and rich and ritual can deepen our presence in life and and what um, how that actually transforms our world, like literally how it can um, shift our reality and our perception of life. So in this episode today, we're going to talk a little bit about what is ceremony and what is ritual. How are they similar and how are they different? I know you probably hear the two words used interchangeably a lot. And guess what? There is a distinct difference between the two. So we're going to talk about that today. The next thing we're going to talk about is the benefits of ceremony and ritual. How does it support us? Why would we want to um, seek out uh, bringing ceremony and ritual into our daily lives? Why is it important to do? So we'll talk about those benefits and um, then we'll look at kind of some just a basic layout of what defines a really great ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> so this is going to be a fun, fun episode. We're going to really dive in and uh, and have a lot of conversation. And it's it's very content heavy. Um, so here we go. Let's let's just talk about this difference between ceremony and ritual. 
And something that probably jumped out to you right away at the beginning of this episode was that I talked about how um, in my Catholic upbringing, I was su- I super loved all the ceremony and ritual about about church. And um, and then I kind of corrected myself. If you if you caught that, perhaps you caught that. And if you did, good job. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> and if you didn't, I'm going to point it out right now. I caught myself and corrected myself to say that actually the Catholic Church does a lot of ritual. A lot of ritual. Yeah. So you're probably like, "Huh, why did why did I why did I call that out? Why did I separate that?" And here's why. Ritual is really beautiful. Um, and it is something that is done the same over and over again. It's always the same practice. So when I talk about that, you know, like in reference, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep bringing up the Catholic Church just for a little bit to because I think it's a really great um, clarifier. But if you're not Catholic, you can't you probably can't relate to this part. But if you are, I'm sure you can relate to this. You know that there's a very clear structure to the Mass. It always flows in the same way. The same prayers are said at the same times. Um, there, the consecration of the Eucharist. All those things happen in the exact same process. And if you go from one church to the next to the next, of course, you know, the um, the priest will have its own spin and twist and, and homily and, you know, um, way of delivering the message. But ultimately, the structure is exactly the same. And that's what defines ritual is this complete um, routine. It, um, I just said routine. <laughs> we'll play with that one in a little bit. Okay. Um, it's this It's this pattern that we do over and over and over. Now, the thing that defines a routine from a ritual, because we have lots of routines in our day-to-day life. We have a routine for how we get ready in the morning. We have a routine for how we clean and prepare our space. We have a routine for how we drive to work. The thing that differentiates a routine from a ritual is that a ritual, there's a deep level of presence and sacred intent within it. Yeah. So like, for example, I have a series of rituals that I do before I sit down to record every podcast. This is exactly the same. It flows the same. I light a candle. I pull out my smudge and I burn a little smudge. Sometimes it's incense, sometimes it's smudge. Depends on my mood. I, I like tune in and what am I feeling? How, what um, scent or what plant is going to support me in, in the expression of today's episode? Um, what then the next thing I do from there is I, I have a little bottle that I spritz on. I spritz on this little bottle of, um, of uh, like a scent, an essential oil scent kind of blend. And then I like to make sure I have a beverage. Um, I put on some lip balm, pop on my headphones, move my mic forward, make sure I've got all of my notes and everything rearranged right away, find my comfortable position and, um, and open up sacred space. And then I hit record. Now, each one of those things, we could look at that and go, oh, that's just a routine. Or we can look at the level of presence that I bring to each aspect of that routine. And the level of presence that I bring to it is with a clear intention that it's going to support me in getting centered and grounded 
and focused on what I want to share. What is the core message that wants to come forward? And it's also about um, bringing me into a deeper place of presence for, for the delivery of the episode. So it's kind of an interesting thing, right? So I'm sure you're kind of noticing this. You're like, oh, that's, that's super interesting. How fascinating. Um, other little rituals that, you know, I say little, um, we can have lots of big rituals as well. Um, rituals that we have, you know, in our day-to-day lives. Um, it can be the ways that we arrange our desk. If it's, if it's there that we're arranging it in a way that it supports us and empowers us. Um, rituals in the way that we cook our food. So having this deep kind of prayerful, mindful, conscious presence in the practice of something that may otherwise seem routine. And it's, you know, it's interesting because, you know, when we hear the word ritual, we think of something really big and elaborate, but, but rituals are the small things that create space for us to deepen our presence in life. And, um, and, and they can be routine in, in a way that allows our mind to kind of open and soften and relax. Yeah, this, that's actually one of the really big benefits of ritual and ceremony is that, it allows us to get out of that place of being really overthinking something and allow ourselves to step back and create space and allow idea and inspiration and creativity and spirit to flow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now that we've talked a little bit about ritual, let's talk about ceremony. How is ceremony different from ritual? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So ceremony is different in that it is always different. There's, it's never a routine. It's never always the same. There may be elements that are the same, but essentially there is, um, there is a connection with spirit and in an incredibly organic nature to ceremony. So, for example, um, when I step into a ceremony uh, or when I'm creating a ceremony, whether it's for myself or for a client or for um, the, the individuals in my, my Crystal Shaman School um, program, um, when I step into ceremony, there is, there's an outline, right? There's like, there's like a, a, an essential structure, but then there is the spaciousness for co-creation with the divine in the moment. Yeah, that's the piece that really is different about ceremony. There is this organic co-creation with spirit. This organic flow, this, um, this willingness to step into a place of the unknown. The thing with ritual is that there is this known place that we're going through, or this known process, known practice, this known um, point of completion. But with ceremony, it's a little bit different. We don't know the next step exactly. There's there's a spaciousness for the next step to be guided, to be um, inspired in the moment. 
And that's one of the things that I absolutely love about ceremony. Okay, so now that we've kind of broken those two down and like really, you know, kind of untangled them, <laughs> I hope that you um, appreciate hearing that and that, you, it, that it sheds a little bit of light for you upon what the difference is between those two practices. The next thing that I wanna talk about is what are the benefits of ceremony and ritual? And, you know, I talked uh, already that one of the benefits is really that it creates this space for us to um, to get out of our heads. <laughs> yeah, think about how often you are in your own head, like you're thinking and dissecting things and trying to plan and strategize and worrying about the past and worrying about the future. And there's so much going on in our minds. Well, what happens is that um, when we step into this place of the unknown or we step into the place of a ritual where there's a routine thing happening, it allows our mind to relax, to soften. And in that softening, it decreases our stress, it decreases our um, overwhelm, and it allows our overactive minds to take a little break. Yeah, that to me is a really great benefit to be able to actually just step back and surrender. Um, you know, one of the other things I have on my list here is that it, it supports us in cultivating trust. And, you know, ceremony itself, especially, supports us in cultivating that trust because we are literally stepping into the unknown. We have a basic outline. We have an idea of like what is the a solid ceremony, but, but ultimately we're going into that place of co-creation and the co-creation is a place of unknown. It's where we need to um, need to completely surrender into trust, into trusting that the next step is going to show up. And when we can apply that within ceremony, it becomes easier and easier and more natural to apply that in our day-to-day -day lives. Yeah, breathe that in. The more we can step into that place of trust and surrender within a ceremony, the more that we can do that in our day-to-day -day lives. Yes, it literally ripples through. Um, so cultivating trust, uh, cultivating that ability to surrender. The other piece that it does is that it, it cultivates relationship with self and with spirit. Now, very often in life, I, I feel like um, you know, this is kind of a common thread, something I hear a lot from clients, from, from family, from friends, from loved ones. Um, this feeling of not being supported, feeling like we're alone, feeling isolated. And even if we have an, a really great family system, a great unit of partnership or friendship in our, in our lives, there's, there's still this underlying thread for a lot of people, people of feeling um, alone or isolated and unsupported. And like the, that, um, that desire for you know the universe to really be holding space for us for somebody to be at our back supporting us and what happens as we begin to cultivate more um, consistent practices of ceremony and ritual is that we begin to create a relationship with spirit where we know that spirit has our back, where we know that spirit is right there ready to support us, where we know that um, when we call, spirit shows up. Yeah, this is such a big piece, this, this knowing that we can call and spirit is there. 
present with us and ready to support to support us in in whatever it is that we need to have us have that space held in our lives okay the next piece is that ceremony and ritual can be an incredible catalyst for healing growth and transformation. I know I talk about healing, growth and transformation a lot. Um, and ultimately, I, I feel like those are components of our personal awareness of um, coming to know ourselves really intimately. And I, and I ultimately feel that the path of the shaman is one of incredible self-awareness. It's of being able to unravel and let go of all of the stories that we've been told about who we are and who we should be and who we can be and who we can't be and what's permitted and what's not permitted in order to really find the very core essence of who we are. This is this to me is like the core of shamanism. And, um, and as we step into the place of ceremony and ritual, what we do is we find, we find what no longer serves, we begin to have insight and awareness regarding the stories that we've been holding that are literally keeping us back that are keeping us from the truth of who we are. And the more we can step in, the more we can come into relationship with the very core of who we are, the more um, powerfully we rise into our wholeness. Okay, insight and answers is the next thing that I have down as benefits for ceremony and ritual. Yeah, let's go back to that whole idea of getting out of our, our head that overthinks things way too much. We are so great at overthinking. And when we're able to just like literally step back and let our overactive mind go on a little hiatus, that is when idea and inspiration drips in. It's kind of like, think about how many times do you have just this amazing idea show up in the shower? Or if you're doing the dishes and all of a sudden the amazing idea comes in. Um, or like one of the places <laughs> that I always get a giggle about ideas popping in is when I'm doing things like cutting the lawn, trimming the trimming away the dead um, at the end of the seat, like deadheading flowers or trimming you know branches on on some of the shrubs and stuff like that. When I'm doing these kind of repetitive tasks, but yet allowing spaciousness and allowing myself to be present within it, that's when things drop in. The same thing happens with ritual. When we allow that softness within our mind to happen, when we allow ourselves to just soften into an experience, ideas come forward, inspirations come forward, insight, aha, wisdom, all those nuggets begin to emerge and just literally show up. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Those are my benefits for ceremony and ritual. Next, I want to just kind of talk about what, you know, earlier I talked about how ceremony and ritual are really kind of different. And, you know, you're probably wondering, well, Lori, you know, I, I kind of get the ritual thing and how I'm, I'm creating rituals throughout my life. And, but how can, 
how do I actually create a ceremony then? What is, what's kind of the formula for that? So let me just share a little bit about what I see as the formula. <laughs> I'm going to call it the formula for uh, a really great ceremony and what that kind of structure is, because there is that looseness and there's structure, right? So there's a, there's like a template, as I said earlier, and yet there's the spaciousness for co-creation, this organic element within it. Okay, so when I'm talking about um, ceremony and that, that template, the first thing is to just get clear, like, why are we doing a ceremony? A ceremony usually is like, when I step into ceremony, there's, there's a really clear purpose. Um, it could be that I'm struggling with something in my life or I'm setting a new intention and I want to activate that. It could be that I am, I'm going to visit a sacred place and I want to honor that place. And so I'm going to create a ceremony to, to honor my time there and to invite support from that, that place. So I might, you know, like, Kind of, kind of, there's like so many different reasons we can step into a ceremony, but um, but we want to know what is our reason. What's the reason? So that's the first thing we knew, we do. The next is I I tend to be really tight on having um, once I know my reason to actually catalog like. Uh, crystallizing that into an intention to distill it down into a very focused intention. This helps me when I'm opening sacred space and and inviting in my spirit helpers and um, spirit guides and the animals to be present in that space um, because I can say exactly why I'm there. What is my intention? Um, the, so the next thing is, you know, what kind of ceremony do I want to do? I tend to work with the different elements. So for me, focusing that in the type of ceremony um, may have a lot to do with, you know, the elements that's available. Uh, you know, it could be a, it could be that I'm going to work with fire, or I'm going to work with the earth, or I want to work with the element of water. And so I let that aspect guide me. So I clarify, you know, like so we've got um, what's the reason for the ceremony, what's the intention, distilling down that reason into an intention, um, clarifying the type of ceremony what element am I working with, then gathering my materials, kind of giving it a little bit of a plan, opening sacred space, which is essentially my prayer to invite in support of my spirit guides, and then really surrendering and letting go and just letting the flow of the ceremony happen. happen. And then after that, um, so there's like this, so letting the flow of the ceremony happen, but there's usually like, there's some part of me, like, so say my intention of my ceremony is to step into something more in my life, to to like, to, uh, that I'm recognizing that there's a, a vision that I have for myself. And often what happens within a ceremony is that I might have an awareness or an insight of why I'm struggling to step into that vision. What is the belief, the pattern, the thing that's like hold, keeping me stuck or holding me back? And so the in the, within the ceremony, I would honor that. I would honor that piece and, and let that go. And then from there, I would move into the place of stepping in and then honoring the spirit of the earth and um, honoring great spirit, honoring the ancestors of the land. And then after that, 
closing the sacred space. And then I'm a girl who likes to journal and reflect and take notes and, and really look at things and, um, and really understand what has all unfolded within that experience. Yeah, ceremonies, it's, it's rich. It, there's a lot of depth there and there's a lot of opportunity to, to really, you know, as you can see, come to know that relationship with spirit, to, to get to know that. Um, you know, ceremony for me is something that I love to do both on an independent level and within community and with other people. And, you know, I feel like there's a beautiful dance there that can happen, you know, as we as we grow within our own relationship to ceremony and ritual and other sacred practices so that um, we begin to really deepen into a knowing of who we are and a knowing of our relationship with spirit. All right, my sacred friend, that's what I've got for you this week. And uh, I look forward to connecting you in the coming weeks. I've got some other fun episodes coming. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about where our crystals come from, some things about sacred travel. Oh, yeah, we're hitting that kind of summer season. So we'll be looking at some of those aspects. And I am so excited to dive in. All right, for now, my sacred friend, I wish you an absolutely beautiful day. And as always, shine brightly.